Okay, I do believe everything is somewhat okay and somewhat recording in a manner that doesn't annoy me <laughs> somewhat, uh, which is a good thing because we already started. Hi, I'm Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Adicato. And we're having tech file. Very oh, much yeah. so. Very much so. Very much so. This is the E3 Special 2018 press conference day. Yay! Awesome! It's going to be a very raw show because... Uh, <laughs> You know, many reasons, tech fail many included. Uh, we're, uh, we're on a time limit right now. Ubisoft is going on at 4 o'clock, which is in an hour and 52 minutes. So even though I think it's going to be a long show with a lot of information, uh, you know, eh, we still got to keep it moving, though. Oh, yeah. So very quickly, very, very quickly, how is everybody doing? Good. Melting. <laughs> yeah, it's a really hot work today. Yes. Uh, everybody has fans on. There will be all sorts of noises in the background. Uh, my despite... mother is still awake, so that so there will be background noise on my end. <laughs> it's gonna be, be prepared for something breaking. Mm. Furthermore, we have Kaz as well. Yay! So yeah, a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, this is a much nicer time for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You're not sleeping. It's yeah, only it's seven uh, in the evening. It's seven o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. Does it feel weird doing a podcast at seven o'clock? Yeah, because it's still daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, E3 2018, I've been told that's happening. Oh, yes, that is absolutely happening. It is a thing, and it is happening. So, uh, we should might as well just get right into it. Yep. Uh, EA started up on Saturday. Yes, they did. I don't know I, how much time... I didn't watch EA, so this is purely on these two. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I didn't watch all of it either. I watched some of it, just enough to get some sort of notes. Uh, to be honest, here's the thing. A, a lot of people are saying, like, it's almost universally, everyone's like, it's the worst conference they've had in years. Oh my god, it's terrible. It's worst I thing seriously ever. doubt it was yeah. worse than last year. Here's the thing. It's like, I'm thinking, wow, how much psychological damage did EA do to people that they can't even remember what happened to them last year? Yeah, it definitely wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination, but it was definitely, like, a baby step in the right direction. They, I think the only difference between this year and last year is that they had slightly more had to talk about more this talk year. About. That, that's the only difference. Like, yeah. I, I seriously, when people are like, oh my goodness, it's uh, this year was so terrible, it was almost as bad as, like, Nintendo 2008 or whatever that year was. It's like, I'm thinking, do you not remember what they yeah. did last year? I, it was definitely better than last year's. Like, again, it wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination, yes. but it was definitely not nearly as bad as last year's. Right, so we just get right into it. Uh, it started up with uh, EA Play was the, t the title of the running show of their show for the last couple of years. Oh yeah, Fanto just made a good point as well. There weren't as many cringeworthy moments as yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, I think that's another thing is that it, it, they toned down on the cringe. There was still cringe, though. There was still a little bit of cringe. There was one moment that was kind of awkward, but yeah, it wasn't nearly as we'll, bad We'll as get there. I've got year. it. Uh, we'll I got a lot there. of things, you know, and again, yeah. EA is the quickest one. We need to keep this moving because Microsoft and Bethesda, there's thoughts to be shared. Oh, yeah. There's information to be had, <laughs> you know? So, anyway, it starts up. Uh, I didn't really catch the host's name. I think it was, like, Andrea Ray or something, like, the best thing. She yeah. sped through it. And then that's the other thing about EA that was kind of annoying is that uh, even though I was able to pause, they 50% of the time they didn't even put the person's name up yeah, on the screen. Yeah. So it was like, uh, blah, blah, and, she, and she quickly said it. I moved on. Fake hype. I'm like, oh, I'm a, a, a part of the community of gamers. You should probably know who I am. And it's like, never heard nope. of you before. Nope. <laughs> anyway, she's doing some fake hype, getting the crowd going, yada, yada. And it's like, all right, whatever. Moving on. Uh, Battlefield Five was the first thing they showed Yep. from DICE. Uh, I wrote down the two guys' names that came out because I was able to pause again. And uh, 
Oscar and Lars. Let's call Oscar them Oscar and, and Lars, Lars because the, their last names are a mouthful. Yep. Uh, the general manager and senior producer at DICE for Battlefield Five. Uh, they showed some pre-recorded uh, gameplay. Some of the newer improvements that they've shown for the game are like, oh, no, you now you can, like, hitch up to tanks to, like, movable turrets and impl- other emplacements and move them around the map. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how people abuse that tactic. Because, <laughs> again, we, we don't think that – a lot of these developers, and this is a theme so far for the first couple of press conferences, is that developers and publishers have a really, like – perfected rosy outlook of what they think multiplayer is it's true it's It's almost like they don't actually play multiplayer in the real world they probably don't to be fair (laughs) it's 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 very bizarre the rosy outlook they have of how everybody treats multiplayer and how people talk online and and how the interactions are and how it's just perfect everything works together it's i don't know it's just kind of weird but (laughs) they're idiots that's as simple as it is uh they were talking a lot over some shorter clips repeating on the game uh, they reiterated explicitly that, oh, there's no loot boxes yeah. and there's no premium pass. <laughs> uh, by the way, oh, a lot God, of people I cheered. About this. Here's a, a lot of people cheered about this. Let's stop and think about this for just one second. People are cheering because of an announcement that a game will not have loot boxes. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> no, not that we're going to give you more content for the same $60 price. Not that they're, you know, we're going to support the game for years to come. With fair, you know, fair price DLC. No, no we're just not going to screw you over uh, with shitty monetization practices. <laughs> Yay! It's like... I know. It's such a sad state that we're in right now. What planet am I on? <laughs> uh, a bit of a, an aside, though. After the fact, this statement was proven to be bullshit because uh, a tweet from... Uh, it was at AJSA Delrith tweeted out uh, an interesting thing. When looking at the information for the deluxe edition of the game, it says the deluxe edition of the game comes with something like, I forget what the specifics of it are, I'd have to look at the tweet again specifically, but it was something like, oh, it comes with 20 weekly airlifts to give you extra premium content or something to that effect. <laughs> it's like, you, looked in, you look at the specifics of it and it's like, wait a minute, they're not loot boxes, they're calling them airlifts. Mm, it's totally different, yo. So that was a whole lot of bullshit right there. So there are yep. loot boxes in the game. Even though they claimed it not, they're just calling them something different to make themselves feel better. Yep. And trying to fool the idiots. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, there's a Battle Royale mode. Gasp. Very original. Uh, There was a trailer for it. It looked good. You know, it looked like more Battlefield. Whatever. Uh, Moving on. Anything else you need to say about Battlefield? Not really. Uh, FIFA 19, EA Sports. Uh, Aaron McCarty and Lena, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. (laughs) Uh, executive producer and senior producer. Uh, they had the UEFA uh, Champions Trophy on stage, and a guy was freaking out because it was there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, this Aaron McCarty really loved the trailer that they showed. Yes, yes, <laughs> And I'm did. thinking, well, if you didn't like it, then why would you be showing it? <laughs> uh, the game comes out September 28th, 2018. If you're into FIFA, it's a very big seller for EA. I know that's one of their it big is. sellers. It's, it's just the same shit every year. Yeah, yeah it, it, even though it's another reskin with, you know, slightly better. Yeah, you know how it is for the sports games. But, you know, it's a big seller for them. Okay, whatever. Uh, moving on. Andrew Wilson, CEO of EA, came out talking about streaming and subscriptions. He mentioned the cloud gaming company they just picked up from Israel, from Gamefly. Mm. Uh, talking about how it's going to improve them in the future. And then they talked about Origin Access, which is uh, the, the, the big thing that got a lot of people cheering was that Madden 18 is coming to PC later this summer. 
That is cool. I don't think it's ever been on PC before. I don't think so either. I honestly don't so, know. I can see why a, people were excited yeah. about that. Yeah, it was a thing. Uh, from this point, they move on. That host comes back again. She's in the crowd. She oh, yeah. <laughs> she quote <laughs> unquote part. found Zim, Ven, uh, it's, uh, Vincent Pella. Vincent Pella in the uh, in the crowd. She found him. Oh, I found. Look who I found. Let me ask him a couple of questions. Starts asking him different questions about you know the the game they're working on and it's just it was really awkward it was really really awkward it was really bizarre i think honestly she was asking questions that he couldn't give the answers to so he was trying to find ways to beat around the bush yeah yeah it was just it's just really bizarre to be honest with you just i don't know yeah but anyway the new game that they're working on right now is jedi fallen order it's coming out holiday 2019 uh I don't know. It was just a really weird. It was a very awkward segment. segment. I don't yeah. know. I, like, it, th- there's no way that she just found him and they were like, "Oh yeah, let's suddenly take ten minutes to talk to him in the middle of the." I think it's. <laughs> I think it was planned. I just. I don't know if she, if she came up with the questions or if those were pre. If those were pre-scripted questions and he knew they were coming in advance, then that would be really awkward for that, that to be, be the really, case. Really awkward. To me, it almost seemed like that it was a last-minute thing to pad out the 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 time the runtime yeah. of the press conference <laughs> and. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. It was. Very much so. They showed uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Dennis uh, Bramvall uh, was the design director. Uh, Came out, was talking about it. It's a new squad system. They're coming out with a new Starfighter mode. It's going to go into the Clone Wars here coming up soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, eh. If anyone's left. (laughs) That's kind of the problem, because you could tell this guy really liked his game, and he really believed in it. He was really having it, but he was just also, at the same time, kind of trying to apologize for the publisher's, you know, shitty decisions that fucked over their game. Yeah, and that's the thing people have to realize. Like, this guy had nothing to do with that whole catastrophe. Yeah, that's that's part of the thing. You know, he really, really loved the game that he came up with. It's just that the, uh, you know, that whole kerfuffle that happened. Yeah, let's call it a kerfuffle. Let's call it a kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, that whole situation, which he had nothing whatsoever to do with. So, like, he's trying to pull it back. He's, you know, you could tell he was really trying to get people back into it, but I don't know if it's too little too late. Pretty much. Point. Pretty much. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Highlight of the show, I think. I'm pretty sure if I, yeah. The Unravel 2. Unravel 2, yep. The trailer from Coldwood Studios. This uh, looked really cute. It looked really cute. The... The guy who came out to talk about it didn't. It wasn't the guy that had the Arnie doll statue on the thing last year or the year before, was yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was that the year was before. Really nervous, and it wasn't the same guy. At least I don't think so. They never gave him a name. He yeah, never said his yeah. name. It was never put up on screen. I don't think it was the same guy. I don't think so. It was. Uh, you can either play it alone or you can play it co-op. There's now two of the yarn dolls on screen. They did a live demo, which when it first started up, I think there was like a small glitch when it first got it started. Yeah, there was. It's still like a small thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, still looked really good. And then and then I think Patrick Soderlund comes out and goes, oh, yeah, by the way, it's the game's done. It releases today. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> It's twenty. It's twenty bucks. Everyone can go on and, and get, buy. So the the best thing they showed releases today. Yep. All right. So <laughs> Patrick Soderling came out talking about the EA Originals program. Uh, the one that they are showcasing today was uh, from a German studio called Yomai Studios. Uh, it was Cornelia Geppert came out to talk about from Yomai Studios or Yomai Studios, uh, called Sea of Solitude. This looks interesting. Very interesting. I'm I really very, like the, very interested here's the by thing. this game. She came out and talked about it for five plus minutes. Yep. 
just droning on and on and on and on. <laughs> lots of emotions, yeah. lots of feelings, lots of, feels. lots of solitude. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, can we see? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's first off, she wasn't very well spoken. Uh, in front of a crowd like that, which yeah. I don't even think either of us could do I that. Say, I, I never judge people like that because that yeah. is so hard to do. So that is very difficult to do mm-hmm. to to be able to a hold the conversation to be able to and enunciate. also hold a conversation in English, which I'm pretty English, sure yeah. Is but not that's the other thing; language. she's probably not even her first language, which yeah. is extra difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 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 that's, there's all that, but there's just too much too much verbiage, too much, and not enough mm-hmm. seeing what the hell it is. We just in the background, we just see this boat floating. Uh, on the water, which it looks like, okay, the planet's been flooded, and it, it's that's about all we got to the thing, and then until we finally got, all right. So anyway, when they finally get to the actual trailer itself, I was that's when all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is really interesting looking game. Yeah, this looks really cool. I'm definitely really interested to try this. Yeah, it, it's something about like the world is flooded, and then the loneliness within the world itself is causing this person to turn into a monster. Yeah, and it just looked really interesting. It could be. It could be really good. Uh, that's coming early 2019. Yep. Uh, they showed a trailer for uh, NBA Live 19. Uh, comes out September 7th, 2018. Okay. Uh, then they had a, a an esports trailer. Something about the Madden champion. Uh, he's kind of a poor sport. A little bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, they he came out and he, it was him and, and the runner up and he was talking shit to him and it's like, really? Are you I know. This here? I know. They do the Madden 19 trailer. Uh, then, uh, okay. The next thing was just the most bizarre part of the whole thing. Uh, so, uh, Michael Martinez from Redwood Studios, general manager, uh, and, uh, someone called, uh, Nathanius or Nathanius, 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 who's a pro shoutcaster. (laughs) I've never heard of that before in my life. I haven't. It's gotta be an esports thing. Probably. Because I know very little about esports, but. They start talking about this mobile game that they're setting up, and they're like, we're going to go through an entire match. Oh, yeah, I told you. This is the one that they spent way too much time on. They went through the entire match from beginning to end. So they brought out two guys to to uh, to fight it. It was like the one guy's gamer tag was called Nick at Night, and the other guy was – what was the other one that was like uh, – I forget the other guy. Forget the other guy. But anyway, their two, their two pictures are up on the big overhead TV thing, and it's just two goofy-looking pictures of these two – Dark, but they're darkened out on the stages. They're playing with their phones. It's just yeah. the weird setup. And then, of course, these two are like doing an esports commentary over what they're doing, and they haven't even. As of this point, they haven't even named what the game is. I know. It's like, what? What are you even doing? Nobody knows. It's like everyone was milling about in the audience. Um, it was ten full plus minutes of this match, and finally, at the end of it, they're like, "Hey, by the way, this game is called Command and Conquer Rivals. It's going to <laughs> iOS and Android." I know. It was Didn't they pull this strange. shit last year at the end of the conference? It was, uh, it was very strange. They yeah. spent way too much time on this one. It was way too... Okay. So anyway, after that, Andrew Wilson comes out, gives, starts giving a closing speech, talked about a lot of the, you know, the anti-bullying charities that they're uh, you know, uh, giving supporting. to, uh, supporting yeah. and giving to, and it's like, oh, we're not evil. Please, you know, like us. And it's that's like, it. oh, <laughs> God, that's... It. Yeah, so that was pretty cheap. I mean, you know, it's good for charity, yes, but it's only charitable when you don't use it for publicity. That's exactly it. <laughs> and then they finally come out, finish the whole thing up with Anthem. Uh, showed a trailer. It's from Bioware. Eh, I don't know. So they're like, we're going to decide to do this a little bit differently. So they instead 
tried to do like a panel type thing where this host girl brings out three people from Bioware. It was uh, Casey Hudson, Mark Dareth, and Kathleen Rootsier or Siad. I, I scribbled at the end of there, so I, I miswrote her name. It's something Kathleen, something other from Bioware. Um, and they did like this Q and A panel session to end out the conference. Yeah, I actually didn't see this part because I got called away to uh, wash some dishes at this point, so I didn't actually watch the last bit here. I waited about ten or five, ten minutes into this. I don't remember how long, and I looked and found out there was another twenty minutes of it, and I was thinking, <laughs> okay, that's enough of it. It was so dry and boring to end your conference. Yep. Just like wow. Uh, best I think I got from the, looking at this trailer is even though they really haven't said it's kind of like a No Man's Sky situation where they've said a lot about this game but they haven't really said a lot about this game at the same yeah, token yeah. best I can figure is it looks like it's a Destiny clone but at the same time I was thinking well you know it could be better given the fact that you know they Destiny boned buried itself. <laughs> Destiny boned itself so it's like eh, I don't know uh, and that was all of EA yep uh, so I really didn't miss much with EA no not even at all so uh, overall, uh, we said at the top, not as bad as last year. It's nowhere near as bad as last year. Nowhere near as bad as last year. But still, still mediocre. Bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, everyone must have blacked out last year's conference from their mind because everyone's like, oh, it's the worst I've seen in years. I'm like, really? 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 <laughs> I remember the horror that was last like, year. Last year's was insufferable. Like, I didn't want to finish watching last year's. I made it almost all the way through. Yeah. EA's this year. But anyway, moving on to better. Sunday was definitely a better day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sunday was a better day, but it also adds more questions than it gave <laughs> answers. But at the same time, it was still yeah. better, which then again, to be fair, the bar wasn't even raised at all. It was still on the ground, let's be fair. <laughs> Xbox E3 2018. We, uh, they uh, came out at 4 o'clock on a Sunday. Yep. Interesting time slot. We'll see moving forward if that's where they're going to slot themselves from now on. Uh, started off with a trailer. It was uh, really intricate high definition grass and jungle and then it was like yeah. desert and not and it was i'm thinking about is it set in africa where what is going on i'm not really sure and it wasn't until about halfway in the trail i was like wait a minute this is halo yeah and, and then and i think you were there for this yes, one. yes and then you were like oh i think you're right and then sure enough it is it's called halo infinite mm-hmm. uh it is powered by the slip space engine that is all they've said about it and then they moved on and didn't mention it again yeah, that was kind of weird, but at least... You it know, was nice right. for them not to go on about Halo for the entire damn show. That is true as well. Yeah, they filled that space with other things, but at the same token, it's just a kind of weird. They announce it, no date, no nothing, no real context as to what you're doing, who you're... Like, they showed Master Chief, or at least his helmet, being, you know, held down at his waist level, and then he puts on and then he walks away, and then that was pretty much the end of it. So it was like, not a lot of information given about that, and then they just moved on. Mm. Uh, Phil Spencer came out, gave his intro speech. Uh, I have a note here. There's a woo guy in the crowd. Oh, there's always a woo guy in the crowd. <laughs> mm. He talked about how there's going to be 50 games shown today. 18 of them are going to be exclusives, and then 15 of them are going to be world premieres. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one thing I wrote down. That freaking annoying world premiere voice. <laughs> world premiere. Yeah, that I happens a lot. I knew people were going to complain that. about that. Yeah, it's kind of overused. It's annoying. And, and here's exactly what I was going to say is that – the problem that I have with it is that they're very fast and loose with what they define as a world premiere or an exclusive or you know something yeah, to that yeah. effect. Because some of these games are also coming to PC, and some of these games are like 
timed exclusives and yeah. and are still coming to PS4 and others later. Yeah. So it's like, what do you mean by exclusive? It's <laughs> sometimes you got to really dig into what they're talking about because they said it when they came on, but it was so it went by so fast. I don't know how many people caught it. So there's ah, playing, you know, with the definitions of what they were talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up was Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the trailer for that game. It was pre-recorded gameplay. Looks amazing, just like the original oh, yeah. Ori. Ori has such a nice art style. It's so pretty. It is. It was nice uh, to see that get in a, a new game. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 2019. That is their third game, I think? Third or fourth? I forget, honestly. I think it's either third or fourth in the series. It might only be the second. I thought there was another one after Blind Forest. I forget. Honestly, sure. I forget. I'll have to look it up, but I thought there was another hmm. one before this. So, uh, next up, they had a trailer from, uh, it was, uh, so it was like samurais and swords and a lot of blood, and it oh, looked yeah. like At the start, flash. that looks more like an Elder Scrolls game at the very beginning. <laughs> we knew it wasn't, because it was, yeah. It was yeah, like a obviously. lot more sword play and a lot more combat fighting, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Dark Eyes next to me going, wow, I really, this looks like really good. And then in mid-trailer, all of a sudden it comes up and says, from software. It's like, <laughs> and, then Dark, and then Dark Eyes is like, woo! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, it is uh, Secrio Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, this must have been the, uh, I remember it was last year or the year before, there was like a four second teaser of like a bloody rope being tightened, and it said from software, and the hashtag was shadows die twice. And I remember back then, I thought it might be Bloodborne 2, but no, apparently it's a new game, it's a, uh, you know, probably in the same vein as, you know, Souls and Bloodborne. Same style that they've been It looks been like it's forever. going to require a lot of button mashing. Oh, it always does. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really interested to play this. It's gonna mm. be good. Anything from from uh, from software is usually really really good. Most certainly. Uh, moving on, Todd Howard came out from Bethesda. Said, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, Phil Spencer said he's gonna have a few friends over and to come on over." And I was like, "Wow, he's got a lot of friends." <laughs> he is so funny. Yeah, he's got that very dry sense of humor. <laughs> And his delivery is very dry, but it's so good. It's so good. Uh, he's like, yeah, later tonight we're having our own thing across the street. Apparently their two theaters were right across the street from each other <laughs> that they're doing their conferences at. That's great. Uh, and he's like, hey, you know, you, you come on over. And <laughs> I'd imagine tickets for those had to have been acquired in way in advance to get oh, into yeah, those. Oh, so. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, he showed, uh, he said that, oh, Fallout 4 is coming to Xbox Game Pass today. Yeah, you know what I said to that to another friend? Better late than never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, all right, I guess I'll show you something really good. And then we got an extended teaser of uh, Fallout 76. Yes. Uh, it is four times the size of Fallout 4. Yes, it is. That's a lot of real estate. That's a lot of real estate. It is set in West Virginia. Yep. Which I did call that, but again, in hindsight, I don't know how much of a Nostradamus you needed to be to figure <laughs> that one out. When the song itself said West Virginia. Yeah, I didn't even recognize, I didn't even like consciously <laughs> register that. But yeah, okay, so West Virginia uh, is a standard teaser. Uh, it looks very New Vegas-ish. We'll get back there when we get back there. Oh, yeah. There, there are thoughts are to be had. So at this point in time, we're like, yeah, the, there's no way this is a multiplayer game. We'll find out for sure later tonight, though. Like I said, we'll get back there. More on that later. Uh, moving on, Square Enix uh, came out with a trailer from Don't Not Entertainment. Uh, very Life is Strangey. 
Yeah, I said that before and even said I'm like, this art style looks just like Life is Strange. And all of a sudden it pops up, in the Life is Strange universe, I'm like, oh, okay, that would have Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I thought this is going to be absolutely trippy. Mm. Yeah, Life is Strange is such a good series. Yeah, it's uh, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. It looks uh, like an interesting concept. Yeah. It looks... The problem is that this trailer didn't really show what kind of gameplay we're going to have. Yeah, it, it yeah, just yeah. showed too much backstory. It looks yeah. interesting. I'll be interested to see where this fits in in the timeline. Well, apparently it's free and it's coming and how June twenty sixth. The actual Life yeah. is Strange story. I don't think it's going to relate very heavily, other than the fact yeah. that it's in the same universe. Mm. But at the same token, like I said, it's free. It's coming June twenty sixth. That's what they said. Yeah. I don't like I, whether or not there's an asterisk uh, applied to the end of that statement. I don't know. Yeah. But during the press conference, they said it was free June twenty sixth. So that's very soon. As a matter of fact, yeah, it it's is. like another two weeks out. Mm. Uh, they came out with a trailer from Sumo Digital for Crackdown 3. It is coming February 2019 at this point in time. <laughs> this uh, looks wacky as shit. That's the way Crackdown, Crackdown always is. One giant fever dream. Yeah. But here's the problem, though, is that we've seen this how many times at how many different conferences at this point? I know, I know. Shit or get off the pot. Like, they've already, they just delayed it not too long ago into February 2019. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Near Automata is getting a special edition called Become As Gods Edition. Uh, enhanced for Xbox One X, apparently. So, uh, you like Near? Yes, I like Near. Hmm. <laughs> uh, next up, we had a trailer for Metro Exodus. Uh, this looks really good. Looks really interesting. Mm. It's what thing annoyed me with this? Really? Those horrendous fake Russian accents. <laughs> they were so bad. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was the thing that happened. Yeah, well, that's always a thing that happens. What do you yeah. expect? The uh, this looks interesting though. I've never actually played a Metro game, but it looks like something I'd be into. So yeah, I might check it out. It's kind of a first-person shooter with a bit of a survival element yeah, mixed into yeah. it. I played the first one; it was all right. Uh, it is all right. It's it's definitely a solid B game. So mm -hmm. it's it's good. February 22nd, 2019, which, by the way, uh, first off, Broketober is getting worse. Spoiler alert <laughs> to other things coming later today, but uh, Broketober is getting worse, and February is going to be the Broketober uh, version 2. Yeah, February 2019 is filling up in a real quick hurry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moving on, Phil Spencer came back out, gave uh, more hype speech for the Xbox as a console. Uh, then they showed... Uh, the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my god, it exists. At an Xbox conference. At an Xbox conference. Yes. I don't care, it exists. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I, I, got it, I got it written down here. This is in a very rough shape. It was. It was strangely rough for when it's going to be coming they, out. They said it was still in development, uh, and it looked like a rough state. So, okay, that's good. Organization 13's there, apparently, according to Dark God. Oh yeah, the, uh, they showed... Uh, I recognized Zemnis immediately, and I was just like, wait a minute, what? And all of a sudden, they showed the others, and I was like, oh my god, they're coming back. Yeah. So that'll be great. Uh, January 29th, 2019. And at the same time, I think, wow, January 29th? This is in very rough shape to be shown and released this early. I don't know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, Sloxine was there too, Black Magic. <laughs> I love Organization mm. 13, they're so cool. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that got some hype, but again, at the same time, I was like, Ugh, it looks kind of rough. Mm. Looks kind of rough. 
Uh, moving on, Sea of Thieves uh, had uh, some expansion trailers for some DLCs upcoming, which was uh, Cursed Sails and, and Forsaken Shores. Did you Shores. notice how janky the actual animations were on that? Uh, I was I was only half paying attention. I was writing notes at the same time. Yeah. Like, you I was actually usual... looking up for this one, and I noticed that the animations on the faces were so janky. Yeah. Uh, in the usual Microsoft fashion, everything was coming so fast and quick. It was game, 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 game. I'm, like, yeah, it was probably all the systems I'm trying to write as fast as I can. And <laughs> it was probably it was all the systems I've been struggling to keep up with the speed of the conference. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so that was the thing. Uh, EA Dice had another trailer for Battlefield Five. Nah, it was different trailer than the other day, but it was like, okay. <laughs> Uh, next up, we had a trailer for, uh, I weren't sure what it was at first. It was, like, going through some fields. There was a sheep. There who, was a sheep. Who apparently had was best character. <laughs> sheep is best character. I uh, put that on Twitter. I wonder how many people looked at that and were like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, if you saw Dark Eyes Twitter, you know what I'm talking about with that. The, uh, and then it's like, all of a sudden, then they start focusing on this McLaren driving down the thing. I was like, oh, it's Forza. Yeah, it's Forza, and then I'm thinking like, oh wait, it's Horizon, Forza Horizon. So it's Forza Horizon Four. So that Walmart Canada leak from a few uh, weeks back weeks was back. actually pretty accurate. Yeah, it was. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know how. Uh, well, we'll get to how Bethesda feels about that oh, later. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, but I don't know how Microsoft. But seriously though, you're gonna tell me they're not gonna find that retailer for breaking, uh, you know, oh, I'm stories sure like they that because I don't. It's turned out that that is actually in fact a leak. Definitely on Walmart Canada's side, but at the same token, uh? <laughs> which is actually shocking to me because honestly, wouldn't you think fines would be assessed with this for breaking street date for oh, the information? Sure they're probably getting lots of phone calls. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more on that later. But anyway, um, I, at this point, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of different weird locations. This has got to be all of Europe. Are they going to try to do all of Europe? No, in, in fact, it's uh, it's Great Britain. Yep. They're on yeah. Great Britain, which means I'm going to try to find Kaz's house. When I you know what the trip. thing is, though? It's so, you know what I was muttered to a friend earlier? It's so inaccurate because there's no potholes. It's true. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's, that's fair, too. That is it can't be Britain because Britain's roads are horrendous compared to that nice polished game. <laughs> you see, that's the difference. between If life was in 4K at 60 frames a second, those potholes would just smooth themselves out. Yep. Yeah, I did have a lot of questions on this whole thing, though. Mm. You know, the whole game in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 this showing for Forza Horizon 4 was a little weird. Okay, the trailer looks amazing. They always do. Mm -hmm. uh, Ralph Fulton from Playground Game comes out, and they start doing this, like, he says it was Great Britain. Uh, they start off playing the game as if it's a live demo. But the problem that I had with this, though, is that I'm not sure if it was or not, because it was it so wasn't. bizarre. It wasn't. It was too... No, the no. controls were too perfect. Well, yeah. It's not just that, but it's also the fact that they, they start introducing people like, oh, this is this is Tammy. She's going to be driving, you know, the Nissan Silvia, and and this is Adam. He's going to be driving, you know, the, the, the Hoonigan Ford Focus, and this guy's over here doing this car, and they're all in different parts of the world. Let's go. And it's like, okay, live demo. All right. It's right? And, and then they start pausing and changing things mid-game, and it's yeah. just like, uh, is this live? I don't think so. This whole shared open world thing, though, that's what I'm questioning. Yeah, that's the part that I'm kind of like, they kind of snuck in there. That, oh, it's a constant multiplayer. 
You're always online. Instead of doing the driver tar thing, which they never gotten right, it's always <laughs> hot shit. Yep. The driver tar system has always been hot garbage ever since its introduction. Uh, and now it's like, oh, constant multiplayer. There's always people on it. It's like, it can also be played single player. And it's like, oh, okay, so that's all I'm ever going to be doing. That's it's like, it. Jesus Christ. Well, this whole share thing, what, all the griefing. Yeah, that's the part of the problem. If you're forced to play on the multiplayer world regardless, which is what they were uh, pointing towards, griefing, cheaters. Yeah, well, that's the thing that's Hackers. kind of... Yeah, there's always those. But the thing that always annoys me about racing games online is that there's always a demolition derby at the first corner. Oh, yeah. Nobody. And it's like, oh, well, we'll do this. That, and it. Here's the problem that I have with the system of, oh, well, we'll, you know, if you hit somebody, we're going to give you penalty points or is there some sort of system in the background. Track? The penalty system still penalties you if you hit somebody because somebody else rammed in from behind you. Yeah. That's the way these systems always work. They never take context into a, a, account with this. You always get rammed from behind into someone else, and then, oh, you hit somebody. We're going to give you points. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? I also noticed something else. When they were going through all these walls and fences and everything, the cars took no damage whatsoever. Yeah, they, they took no damage, and I'm thinking, wow, these stone fences are seem to you know, be really, uh, like, styrofoam. <laughs> They're like styrofoam. Like, that's kind of, mm, I noticed that as well. And then there's the whole, they kept going on about the 60 FPS. Yeah, well, that's a staple of the Forza yeah, franchise. Yeah, but going on and on about it. Mm. Uh, there's also uh, real-time weather. There's real t- uh, like the day-night cycles, and then there's also seasons. Which there's- another thing that is definitely not accurate to Great Britain: seasons. <laughs> I apologize for the noise right now. The cat has just decided she'll use the glitter tray. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be all right. But yeah, no, Seasons. I was like, they, they, they keep changing it through. And this is the part where I'm thinking, is this really a live demo? Yeah. It's like, ah, I don't know. Except they're like, oh, here's fall. And they like the leaves change color. It looked like an autumn, fall autumn from up here in the northeast. It did. Well, that's what our autumns can be like in the UK. And it's like, wow, okay. And then it goes to winter, and it's this perfect realized winter thing where it's like, oh, now we can drive out onto the frozen lake. Which that's yeah, that doesn't happen here. <clears throat> And then, and then it goes, oh, let's go to spring. It's this beautiful, vibrant, sunny springtime. And it's like, huh? I remember I you made a funny comment during this where you were just like, what happens if you're out on the frozen lake when it goes to spring? Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> that was a good point. <laughs> Furthermore, how often do these seasons change? They never establish this. Yeah. Not to mention the UK does not have seasons like that. It rains for three seasons and possibly snows for one. That's it. <laughs> You might get that that's one day out of the year that's it's sunny. Like, I think I might have mentioned this to you during the trailer. It was like, this isn't Great Britain. It's not raining constantly. <laughs> Dark God did say that. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, this, I she can't knows. This, like, I can't believe that this is Britain. It, if it was, it would be raining nonstop all the time, no matter well, what. Maybe that was just the E3 demo version, and then the actual release version will actually have it raining all the time. <laughs> but not just like a heavy one, just a slight drizzle. <laughs> It's all about realism, you know. Remember, Forza is supposed to be a simulation racer. Yes, it is. Sim racer, so. Yeah, so Let's it needs see. to be pissing down constantly. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Forza like Horizon maybe 4. one day of sun every couple of months or so. <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Uh, yeah, contributing its part to Broketober, October 2nd, 2018. Yep. Uh-huh. Honestly, with the online multiplayer thing, I was like, ooh, I don't know. I'm going to probably rent this one and see how I feel about it when yeah. I actually play it myself. Yeah. Which is uh, saying something, given the fact that, as of right now, Forza Horizon is the only thing that gets me to turn on my Xbox at this point in time. <laughs> it's so true. 
So good job, Microsoft, getting me to rent the only game that gets me to turn on my uh, Xbox. Mm. <laughs> Phil Spencer came back out with more some more hype speech, talking about how, oh, we've just acquired a bunch of new studios. Actually, yeah, I heard how... this and thought, that's not good. Well, no, it's better than EA. It's better than EA getting them, yeah, but more studios are getting bought by the big guns. Yeah. So anyway, they started a new studio called The Initiative, which is in Santa Monica, which Mm -hmm. is an interesting location because there's a lot of developers in that area, region of the world. So, okay, cool. They acquired a bunch of studios. It's going to be Undead Labs, uh, which is the ones for State of Decay, Uh, Playground Games, which is Forza Horizon Mm -hmm. studio, Uh, Ninja Theory... And Compulsion Games. Yes. So they acquired all them, and then they had another trailer for We Happy Few. Oh, so my looks God. really good. This game is going to be so good. I already own it, too, so I'm mm. all set. Uh, August 10th, 2018, which, by the way, you were actually questioning, like, wait, didn't they get picked up by Gearbox? It's, uh, they're going to be published, published by Gearbox. Yes, and yes, they yes, specifically yes. said that when they showed yep. the trailer, was yep. Gearbox Publishing is what yep. it said. Yep. So. so that's fine. Mm. But, they had uh, uh, yeah, we have a few. It looks like it's gonna be so good because the way it is right now is that you're in a lot of the areas, but it's more of like just a sandbox right now, where it's like you can interact with people and kind of learn the mechanics and learn like how to find food, how to find water, you know, how to survive in the area. Sarah, we're not on a review show, so I'm gonna like kill no you real, off. It's like there's no real story to it. This looks like it's gearing up to be. A yeah, really we got a lot to go, story. so we got to keep moving. Yeah. Um, they had a thing for trailer for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, there's a new multiplayer map that's going to be exclusive to the Xbox console for a timed. It's a timed exclusive. That's another one of those things where it's like, is it exclusive or is it t- it's timed? Timed exclusive. This is yep. a timed one. Uh, and then they had a teaser about something for Winter 2018 where it's a snowy map of some sort. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. I like this next one. I'm really excited for is uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. It's going to be a remastered version of Tales of Vesperia. I initially thought, is this freaking SAO? Because that black-haired one looked just like Garito from the Gun Girl Online part. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I thought it was like, anime. What is... What is... I'm thinking, wait. Yeah. So, huh. uh, we've never actually played Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, I missed out on that. that. So I, I'm actually very much in, interested in this. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that. We need more 3D anime games. Yeah. yeah. So good. And this looks really awesome, it too. Looks it looks like, really good. Looks definitely right up my alley. So I was like, oh, ooh, yeah. it said this winter is all they said yep. for that. Uh, moving on. The next thing, it was like a zon- it was like first off I was thinking, Oh, this this next trailer they started playing, I'm like, this is definitely Tom Clancy's. And yes. Because <laughs> it was like very much like statistics and like from a, some sort of a tactical standpoint, it was like zooming in on a map, it was like, Oh, there's this many people in Washington DC and the and when as soon as the outbreak happened, they tried to resist and then in twenty seven days Washington fell and then this statistic and that's thing, I'm thinking, This is Tom Clancy's, it's gotta be But I'm yeah. thinking, wait a minute, zombies and Tom Clancy's, is that a thing? <laughs> Am I uh, I don't get wait, what? Uh, and we found out that it is. It's Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Yep. And the thinking, gameplay oh, itself looked interesting to me, but god damn, that NPC on the mission had such an irritating voice. Yeah. Well, no, what what I noticed here is that they started going after the trailer. They went into some recorded gameplay. It's from yeah. Massive Entertainment and Ubisoft. Those are the ones that did the first Division. Um, I knew as soon as I saw it and heard it, I'm thinking, oh, people are going to cry about this. Fake team chat. Yes. That wasn't an NPC you were hearing. That was actually supposed to be online co-op. 
Yeah, as long as that ain't in the official, I may have to try that well, one. Here's the thing. It's a, well, no, I I tried the, the original Division, and it's just a grind fest. It's so obnoxious that, well, your grenades, you're, you're a level 20, and these because you're such a low level, your grenades don't do damage to this level 25 person. It's like, they're grenades. <laughs> they're going to do damage regardless. That's the part about this forcing an RPG mechanic into certain other games that just does not make any fucking sense at all it's yeah. i'm like this is so it's it turned into such a grind fest it, it's kind of like trying to be like borderlands and other things at the same time it's like forcing multiplayer into things that don't belong and it's just i don't know it's like it, it kind of works more in this game for multiplayer but it's at the same time it's just like uh, uh it's just uh it's just the whole leveling thing in this game ruined it because it turned it into such a grind fest whereas oh no you're level 20 and in this level 25 you just just is massive damage to you even though you're all shooting the same caliber guns at each other and oh, you're throwing right. grenades. it's like <laughs> those aren't changing why is your experience suddenly empowering the bullet with more damage i know i did notice one thing though the maps themselves it looks like what fallout could have been much brighter yeah, yeah. Again, it's uh, it's a thing. The fake team chat, though, that whole, uh, you know, oh, Watcher 6, you got one. Oh, I got this guy over here. It's like, that's not how <laughs> multiplayer is. Like, what I said from earlier is like, they got this rosy, perfected outlook of what they think multiplayer is. It's not how it works. It was so funny, too, because I was sitting on the bed giggling to myself just because in my own mind, I was translating what would actually be said <laughs> yeah. if it was an actual oh, online multiplayer, and I was just, like, giggling my head off. Very much so. It's so good. Yeah. All right. So uh, March 15th, 2019. Uh, moving on. Uh, Ashley Spiker from, uh, from uh, is a head of engineering for Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft comes out, talks about how Xbox Game Pass and then talking about how, oh, you know, it, it, this is the Oh, this woman service. was irritating. She was just trying to butter people up. Yeah, very much more hype speech for sure. That whole fast uh, start as well. That's what I was just gonna say. It's like, oh, we're we're coming in with fast start, and it's like it's gonna start up twice as quick. And I'm thinking, okay, do you need to be going into such intricate detail about it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was what a load of bollocks. Yeah, uh, it's coming out in the June update, which is probably later this month. I'd imagine. I don't know when they never said when, but there's a woo man in the crowd still though. <laughs> You always get one. Mm. Yep. Uh, then they had this game montage for uh, the Xbox Game Pass and some of the more indie studios that are on Xbox Game Pass. They're like 15, 20 games flashed by. Would I didn't you... even try to write down any of them. I was going to say, you couldn't even tell what most of them were because they went by that quick. Well, that's the problem. It's like, you know, like a lot of really interesting looking games, but it's like by the time you saw them, like, oh, that game looks interesting. What's the title? Oh, it's already moved on to the next one. Oh, this looks interesting. What's the name? Oh, it already moved on. It's like, mm -hmm. it's that fast. It's like, I could, I didn't even try to write any of them. But yeah, they looked really good, but I couldn't get the names of any of them, which doesn't exactly, you know, lead to better sales for a game. You're like, you're, oh, you're on the Xbox stage. You're going to be on the screen for all of five seconds. I know, right? Uh, Yeah. Next up was Square Enix from Idas Montreal showed a trailer for uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I, what I noticed about this game that kind of was like, I don't know, it, it wasn't bad. It was more off-putting than anything else, but everything looked excessively shiny. It was. I noticed Everything was that. very, very shiny. I don't know. It, it's more Tomb Raider. As to whether or not people have gameplay fatigue with that or not is still to be seen. I've still yet to play the uh, last Tomb Raider because, you know, it was on Xbox for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah, I you don't have an Xbox. I never got around to playing the PS4 version. Yeah, 
but yeah, September twenty second, twenty eighteen. Uh, as I, I don't know, it's just it was it's really off putting how shiny everything looked. Yeah. Um. Okay, then they had a trailer for the next game. They didn't even say I didn't catch who the developer was. But all I picked up as soon as this trailer started playing, I was like, wait a minute. I started and you and you looked at me. and You were like, what? What are you doing? And I'm like, that's Eminem. Yeah. It is. Like, that's an Eminem song. I'm like, I don't recognize it, but that's definitely Eminem. As soon as you said that, I listened to close and I'm like, oh yeah, that is, isn't it? That's all yeah. I, I I picked up in the end. It's like and then at the very end, it was like they, they they threw up the logo for the game or the name of the game, and I was thinking. Essen? Essen? What? Why is it? And you're like, no, it's Session. It's like they had this very stylized S. S yeah. It didn't look like an S. It looked like a logo and then Essen. I'm thinking, Essen? What the hell is it? And you're like, you're Session. Like, session. And, and I looked at it again. I was like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> it's one of the problems when you try to make one of the, the yeah, logos I know also well. a stylized character, but it's part of the name. It kind of might involve confusion a little bit. I saw it as soon as you said it. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So it's, such, it's a skateboarding game, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that actually picks my interest because it looks like the old skateboarding games. I don't think so. I think it's going it's, it from all that I've heard outside of the fact is that this is going to be the what spiritual successor to the skate franchise. This is what theoretically is the spiritual evolution of Skate 4, uh, something to that effect. The skate franchise is the one that had that bizarre – that purposely chose to do a different control scheme than Tony Hawk for just the sake of doing something different than Tony Hawk. And that's the extent of why they did something different just to be different. And what it is is you had to flick the sticks and do this other thing. It's so unintuitive. Yeah, if they keep that in, that's going to just screw them over. Well, see, here's the problem with that, though, is that, again, we don't know how Session's going to be, but for Skate, I never got into it because I'm thinking, well, you know, the kick flip is the X button, and the B is the grab, and the Y is the grind, and And then they're like, flick this and do that, and it's like, and I could never do anything at all. Like, I couldn't do any trick. I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is stupid, and I moved on. Because Tony Hawk, you know... uh, Control scheme had been had been ingrained in your brain after so many games that that's how <laughs> it was played. Some people loved it. I could never play it. Yeah, it was so weird and unintuitive as to how to do it. Some people were like it's the greatest control scheme ever. I'm like, nah, nah. It's like certain tricks you'd had to be like flick up and then whip to the left and then back across. And it's like certain one. Like if you didn't do precisely that exact tracking motion, it would do something different or it would screw up. And it's just like. I don't know. It was, it was it was it was very bizarre. I don't know how the game evolved as they went along with different iterations. But I played the first one for like all of two hours and I was like, "This is stupid," and I sent it back. <laughs> I remember that. I think back then it was a. Uh, I forget if we were still on Video World or if that was a blockbuster at that point or not. I don't know. That was a rental, at the, or was it? I I forget honestly. Quite a while back. Yes, very you much so. Probably need to move on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the trailer from uh, Pearl Abyss. Apparently, this has been in beta on PC for a while, and other people have known about it, and there's mixed reviews of it. But uh, Black Desert is an MMORPG. Now, this one looks interesting. It looks interesting, definitely for sure. Mm, yeah. Uh, fall 2018. Uh, Dark I don't know how an MMORPG is going to work on, on console. Exactly the same as the Elder Scrolls Online, I'd expect. Yeah, time will tell. Uh, moving on, one of the bigger things that came out of Microsoft was a trailer from uh, Capcom. Uh, it was uh, Devil May Cry 5. Oh, my God. <laughs> this that one looks really not, interesting. I was not expecting to see a Devil May Cry to the, you know, yesterday. Yeah. Well, I could tell it was still in very early footage, purely yeah. for the fact that the mouth movements were as bad as Bethesda's games. 
I did notice that <laughs> when they zoomed in on Dante talking. It's it like, wasn't Ooh. Dante. Apparently, that was somebody else. I'm not was very it? up on the lore of it, but I apparently the... Dante was the guy riding the motorcycle at the end of the trailer. Oh, but the he? other dude at the throughout the rest of the gameplay is somebody else. It's kind of like a okay. Metal Gear Solid. Was it, it four? So it's not, it's not Solid Snake you're playing as. It's that other yeah. dude. Nero, I'm yeah. I can rewatch the playthrough of Devil May Cry 4 because it has yeah. been a long, yeah, cause again, long I, time. <laughs> if you had asked me without having me uh, gleaned other people's opinions of the reveal of this, I wouldn't have known myself. And I've been like, oh, yeah, Dante got a haircut. That would be my thing. Apparently, yeah, other people I were like, I, like, I thought they just redesigned and, him. And I, I think it was Collins, the one who mentioned, I was like, oh, wait, that's not Dante? I would yeah. have no idea. I'm not up on the Devil May Cry yeah. lore. So it was uh, Nero, apparently, is the guy's name. But Dante was in at the very end riding the motorcycle. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch a playthrough of Devil May Cry 4 because it's been a very, very long time since I, I just thought about that series. I just hope they fix this. I yeah. hope they fix the face movements on it. Yeah. Yeah. Spring 2019 is when it comes out. Uh, Matthew Walker and Hideki uh, Itsuno came out. Uh, Hideki Itsuno was hilarious because he was talking in English <laughs> and he's he, like, English is hard. English <laughs> is so hard. At least he admitted so. No, it's so funny. He's like, I'm going to let Matt take it now. <laughs> he was hilarious. He de- you could tell he definitely has speaking experience to that kind of a crowd. Oh, the crowd yeah. in this arena was pretty big. At least he tried. Oh no! It, it was, I think it's the whole problem was just the fact that you know English is not his first language. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least he tried. Yeah, yeah I know. It's but so funny. He, he he made it so he had fun with it though. It, yeah. it was hilarious. That was a pretty funny moment. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> I, was, you know, you, you liked it. He was he was being real about it. Uh, moving on, we had uh, expansions for uh, Cuphead, and it was uh, in the delicious last course. Yeah, that's gonna be good. I really like Cuphead. Mm. That's so first. I've still Xbox. not played yeah. this. I've not I, played it, here. but I've watched a lot of people play it. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. It'll be nice to get you know a new experience with that. Most certainly, it's uh, first on Xbox. Another one of those exclusive, but that really wasn't. It's a yeah, timed yeah. exclusive. <laughs> uh, th- okay, this is also a very interesting game that caught our attention. Was that they had a trailer for a game called uh, Tunic? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, this it did look like, good. It looked like the gameplay of Zelda, but with yeah. a fox. In the art style of Rise of Industry, it was. It's exactly that. It looked so cute. I was like, "Oh, this yeah. makes me happy." And I apparently, it. it's also a solo developer in uh, from Nova Scotia. Right. Yeah, and so I wish them luck. It looked really interesting. It looked really interesting. Mm-hmm. Solo developer. I wish them the best of luck. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Bandai Namco comes out with a trailer for. Uh, okay, now this was interesting because at first we were thinking it was like going through a city and we're not really sure what's going on and all of a sudden it, it zoomed into someone standing on top of a building and it was like it was naruto tightening his headband it was like whoa wait naruto game i was like okay that's okay next thing you know all of a sudden there's there's a uh, luffy from luffy, uh, one piece yeah. and it's like whoa wait luffy what the hell's going on and it's like it all of a sudden goku goku like, shows up and it's like what <laughs> what is going on and then, and then Frieza, Frieza showed up and it's like we're like all right is it just these three we're not and i wrote down wait is this anime smash brothers Maybe, and it's I like know. I don't know. It's just kind of I'm like, and then it ends with the teaser that all of a sudden like Ryuk and Al, uh, and, and Light, Light are standing right there off in the distance watching everybody. It's like it's like oh what? my <laughs> god. <laughs> it's called uh, Jump Force, which I didn't understand the title of this at first. I think you were kind of Jump. Shonen Jump. I was like yeah. oh now Shonen it makes Jump sense. <laughs> so everything from within the Shonen Jump serialized mangas can 
maybe appear in his fighting yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. That could be very interesting. That could be awesome. Even though I suck terribly at fighting games. So do I. I'm still going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out in 2019. It's like, okay, that's okay. That got a, a lot of people's attention with that one. Yeah, that's a good point, though, Black Magic. It's like, where was Ichigo? Like, he's one of the biggest names in Shonen. Yeah, I know. Uh, you never know. They, they, well, they got to they gotta save that reveal for later. I know, right? <laughs> As if it's any surprise. Like, you think <laughs> he's got to be in there. He's got to oh, be yeah, in there. yeah, 100%. But, again, at the same time when this is going on, I'm thinking, wait a minute. What is the worst way you could possibly get fanboys to rage? <laughs> that whole theoretical, oh, who's better, Batman or Superman? Or, you know, oh, who's oh, going to be better, no. Goku or uh, Luffy? Or it's like, you know, these... <laughs> Try to compete with anime fandoms and saying, oh, that's not going to go well. Like I said to someone after the fact, I'm like, I never thought I would see the day that I would watch Naruto fighting Frieza. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> that's the thing that happened. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> oh, the streams have already been crossed, my friend. <laughs> we yes. are already too late. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Uh, we had a trailer. Didn't really say who the developer was at first. Um, I was thinking when I was watching the thing, I was like, wait, is this dishonored? Because it looked very dishonored at first. Yeah. It was like certain things were changing and things were going through. Mm-hmm. As you were going through the city, the movement through the city, and then it dropping down on the people. I was like, oh, wait, this might be dishonored. No, it's not. It was Dying Light 2. Mm. And I was thinking, wow, that's an interesting game to choose to do a sequel of because the first Dying Light nearly put me to sleep. <laughs> I tried to do a playthrough of it back in the day, and I got like 50, 60 parts into it. It was like, I don't know, about a quarter of the way into the game. It was just so boring. I couldn't play, you know, put myself to keep playing it. It's like <laughs> I stopped recording. And I just like played for another two hours. And I was like, oh, and then I never went back to it. I never posted that footage either. I have enough games on my YouTube channel that I've only half played and never finished That's it. To, uh, to put another one up. It's just this was just so boring. I just uh, I couldn't. So it's like, yeah, Dying Light 2 interesting uh chris avalon from techland came out talking about it and this is interesting because they, they had a new system within this game that they showed they showcased for as to how well it'll implement in the final version we'll have to see but apparently how many times have you heard this before where they're like oh your choices change the story how many times have you heard that mm-hmm. they actually physically showed how if you like you go to this mission where you go to these people that are controlling the source of water and it's like if you kill them and immediately give your the water supply over to this faction of police, and all of a sudden they become really powerful, but then they might also become tyrannical at the same time. Yeah. It's like, well, let's rewind that back, and now all of a sudden you're going to team up with these people, and you're going to you know, help distribute the water through black market means, and now all of a sudden you're making a lot of money, and it's going to attract a lot of unsavory attention. Like, <laughs> hmm, I don't know. It looks interest in the uh, whole choose yeah, interesting for your sure. story. Yeah, if they do it right, the... they'll do a good job on it. I'm hoping that it's going to be similar to uh, Detroit Become Human, which I've been watching a lot of playthroughs of recently. It's like that type of choice-based, you know, alterations. Like, we can actually track, you know, what decisions lead to what. Uh, yeah, like I said, how they implement it in the final version is to be seen. Yeah. The only difference between Detroit Become Human, though, is more of a... What is the... It's a quick-time event, uh, choices... This yeah. is the thing like it. This is an actual, you know, full 3D move mm-hmm. about the world kind of thing. So how... Does it matter in what order you do things? Is that how certain things change well, the story? Well, that's how it is in Detroit, because I've been watching playthroughs of it. It's like, you know, you go into an area, and you can, like, stick around and try to find clues to what's going on, or you can immediately confront the suspect. But if you don't find enough information, then you won't be able to communicate things effectively to, you know, Well, that's just how them, David Cage games work. Sort of thing. So, like, something like that could work out. But we'll find out, I mean, one way or the other. Yeah. We'll see what happens with it. It's got my attention. Hopefully it's better than the first one, because the first one nearly <laughs> put me to sleep. 
Uh, then we had a teaser trailer, which turned out to be Battletoads. I know, right? God. Very little was actually said about it, but they... That uh, trailer was just a what the hell moment. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, okay. And moved on. Uh, there was another trailer immediately after that from Square Enix again. Uh, and I was thinking, I was watching it, and it was like this guy, he's shooting a bunch of guys, talking about how he always gets shot at and what have you, and he's built for war and what have you. And what clued me in was as soon as I saw he suddenly whipped a, r- r- a rapple out, grabbed a helicopter and pulled it down, I was thinking, oh, wait, this is Just Cause. <laughs> and you're like, really? And then they came out, yeah, Just Cause 4. Nice. Coming out this year, December 4th, 2018. Yep. I was thinking, whoa, okay. All right. Finally on the last page of notes for Microsoft. <laughs> uh. But yeah, a new Just Cause game. Uh, it could be good, but a lot of people said the jump between two to three was kind of, you know, more gameplay fatigue because it's more of the same. So we'll see if they change anything or not. Mm. Uh, could be interesting. Coming out later this year, though. The problem, though, is everyone will be broke by the time that it releases because of <laughs> October. So, I know. Oh, my God. You know. October's filling up so much. Yeah, okay, the next one they uh, came out with was uh, they showed a teaser trailer for uh, something called Gears Pop. That was uh, <laughs> Gears of war S type thing, but with Funko Pop figures. I recognized the Funko Pop figures immediately. I was yeah, like, so oh did God, I. Kidding me? And apparently that's just a mobile game as well. Yeah. And it's that coming out in 2019. That looks so funny. Yeah, it looked, it looked hilarious, you know, so I was like, like all right. I knew that there thing. was only going to be a matter of time before somebody made a game out of the Funko Pop figures. I never thought it was... Would be Gears of War though. Yeah, you know what the best weird. part was? What's that? Boom. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it looks like it's gonna be really funny. Yeah, it definitely could be. Uh, then uh, Rod Ferguson from the Coalition came out. Uh, talked about how, oh, yeah, that's one of the games we've been working on. Another thing we've been doing is we really like it is Gears Tactics coming out for the PC. Never said when, though. Uh, so a, a strategy tactic game for Gears of War Universe that, you know. Could be interesting. Mm. I don't know. Uh, and then they finally got to the getting to and said Gears of War. F- uh, first off, I wrote Gears of War 5. Apparently, it's just officially just Gears 5. Gears 5, yeah. So apparently, they're, the Gears are no longer of war. Apparently not. As to where the other Gears 1 through 4 is, I'm not sure. <laughs> a little confusing because guess what? If it's a sequel to Gears of War 4, then guess what? It's Gears of War 5. Well, keep in mind, Bethesda have just skipped, like, 70 versions of cells. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah that's that too. Know, maybe that's just a new thing in the industry, just skipping around. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Or if you really wanted to troll people, next year Bethesda can announce uh, it's going to be Fallout 75. <laughs> that could be a thing. That could be yeah, a thing. And start just go slowly ticking down the numbers, and all of a sudden just... <laughs> Jump ahead and be like, Fallout 67 is the year after that. And it's like, mm. <laughs> just to confuse me. And then all of a sudden, Fallout 100. <laughs> it's funny, Behave right? yourself. We try. Uh, yeah, Gears of War. Anyway, Gears of War 5. Very heavily cinematic story-esque trailer. <sighs> it's more Gears. What can you say? I think a lot of the oxygen with the series left with Cliff Blazinski and uh and epic games so ah we'll see if you like more gears and it's more gears yeah you know and i think a lot of the theme of what microsoft is doing is there's a lot of sequels a lot of potential gameplay fatigue what i'm afraid of so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that goes when it goes that's coming out in 2019 uh phil spencer came out started giving the uh his uh 
ending speech and hyping Xbox some more. Talked about game streaming. Uh, there, there's a big strategy overarching between Xbox, PC, and the phone. And uh, thank you, everybody, and you all have a great yeah. Evening. You know this, this whole Susie... thing with the phone linking. Yeah. Streaming to your phone, um, heat, battery. Those things don't matter. What are you yeah, talking no, no, no. about? And anyway, as, as he's like, all right, thanks, everybody, for coming to our showcase, and you all have a wonderful E3. And then it cuts him off, and everything starts oh, glitching out. Oh, I love this, the way they did this it. This was a great intro. And then all of a sudden, so like, something started hacking into the stream, and it's like, oh, play, you know, Yeah, the, dri- the whole driver error followed by a command prompt window. That just works. <laughs> that was that amazing. Was really it was so good. hilarious. It was really well done. Uh, and then we started to have a trailer, and I was thinking, wait, I'm thinking, wait. It was like red and then CD Projekt, and it was like, oh, it's CD Projekt Red. I'm like, Cyber tw- Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Everyone started freaking out in the crowd. They showed a trailer. They did not give a date for 2077. This looks really good. This looks really, um, really good. Apparently, the uh, SJWs are all up in arms because of the toxic masculinity shown in the trailer. Of for- course. And it's, and it's like someone responded to that tweet that I saw this morning. It was like, well, so then it's a cyberpunk game. Yep. <laughs> Of course, it's 2018. You need to be offended by everything. Of course. Uh, this looks really good. I'm waiting for somebody to decode all of the uh, the coding, the coding yeah. and that was flashing up on and off on screen. There's I'm a lot sure of information in there. There's a lot of secrets in there. There's a lot of information in that. I'm sure there's a lot of secrets in that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, uh, they ended with an ending montage that had everything they shown before. It was, a li- it was about an hour and 40 minutes. It was definitely a good conference solid they needed to show a lot they did uh, they went on a bit too long in my opinion i don't think it went on for a bit too long though at the same time they could have been it's it's hard to describe i less verbose is not quite the right way to put it the problem is that they didn't it didn't have the right amount of substance to it like it, it, it lacked a tactile feeling if that makes any sense whatsoever uh, not to me. <laughs> what I mean by that is like it, they went game to game to game to game to game. And it's like, yeah, that's better than, say, like an EA that showed a game and then talked about it for 10 minutes before showing anything. But you need to have like 30, maybe 30 seconds of talking about the game. Yeah, it, they, they, it lacked a little bit of context around everything that gave uh, meaning and context to everything that they're showing, especially like that games montage where they went through the Xbox game passing where they showed, yeah, you know, 20 yeah. games and five second interval. It's like. Ah, they need to, you know, it's just, it, like too long isn't quite the right way to put it. It's just they weren't as succinct with the information given mm-hmm. as they could have been. Like where they were, they didn't need to be. Like with that whole, oh, there's fast start in the, uh, in the you know, coming for the Xbox, you know, uh, game streaming thing, which I forget what they call it, the game passing. Yeah. It's like, well, do you really need to tell you? All you need to come on and go, well, yeah, we made it faster. It's coming in the next update. <laughs> That's all you need to say for that. But they, they went on for so long with that. Even though it really didn't. It's definitely infinitely better than EA. I don't know. I liked it. I was yeah. really into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Game a good Mars conference. Game of Thrones 3, uh, Devil May Cry 5, Shadows Die Twice. Like, you got a lot of games oh that you're interested God. in for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was kind of exploding halfway through that. Yeah, quite a lot. So. The games were uh, taking my interest as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. We got to get moving on this. But, yeah, Kaz, what is your overall feeling on Microsoft, though? I think it was a pretty strong conference this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely strong. I liked it. Oh yeah, I same with it. you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like again, like I said, EA didn't even set the bar at all. It was still on the ground. <laughs> I know, so I mean, right? you know. Right. That's it. <clears throat> then later in the night, Bethesda E3 2018. Yep. 
Uh, they started with a montage from Bethesda that started with This is Bethesda, which I was like, oh, thankfully, <laughs> at least we're in the right spot. Yeah, when I did, I, I actually watched how long this went on. It went on for nearly three minutes. Yeah. yeah. That to me was a really weak start. Well, no, it's here, here's the thing. Bethesda's conference was the tale of two conferences because the first two thirds is was really weirdly structured. Mm-hmm. And then the last third had a lot of information that went by too fast while not giving enough information. Yes. Which the third, last third was definitely better than the first two thirds. But anyway, uh, I think they went a good 10, 15 minutes before showing any gameplay at all, which that's part of the problem. The Walmart so. Canada joke was great. Uh, we'll get oh there. Oh, my God. That was good. But anyway, uh, first off, by the way, I don't know how other people saw this, but we were on Twitch. There was this annoying extension thing on the right side of the screen that we couldn't figure out how to get rid of. Which was weird because I, uh, at the same time, I had a Twitch stream up with Markiplier, who was, uh, I was just kind of eyeing him out the corner. I think it was just the Bethesda it, uh, Twitch it channel that had it. that overlay on Yeah, it because furthermore, all. there was also that, but then there was also this pop-up that kept coming up in the lower corner, like, oh, you can pre-order this now. And it's like, get the fuck out of here stop <laughs> popping up and this is why i use an ad block yeah either well, way, i uh, watched it on youtube anyway yeah which also helped we were watching it live on twitch which first yeah. off the very beginning of their conference i had to drop this thing down for the first 20 30 minutes i had to drop it down to 160p in order for it to not keep jumping and, and jarring and skipping oh, yeah, around and buffering really really badly so, yeah i watched game spots recording of it which ran fine yeah, yeah. The, I knew it was just a, a volume of people issue. Yeah. And uh, so there was that. Eventually, I popped it back up to 360p, so I was like, all right. <laughs> it, it was what it was. Uh, Pete Hines, CEO, came, came out, started doing his intro speech. Uh, I mentioned the very bad uh, lag on Twitch plus the extensions that we couldn't get rid of. Uh, and, then, and then towards the end of Pete Hines' speech, he's like, oh, yeah, we'd like to thank all our partners in Walmart Canada for announcing our game for us. <laughs> it's really great that they can keep a secret. And it's <laughs> Oh, yeah, you could tell he was pissed. <laughs> yep. That was hilarious. Oh, man, that was so good. So that was a legitimate leak, which is shocking to me. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, I don't know who hit the button to publish that in Walmart Canada, but if I know retail like I know retail, that person probably got fired. Immediately. Because, like, furthermore, wouldn't you need to overhaul of your system if that was a legitimate leak? Do you think it's really a good idea to, to, to be, allow someone to publish to your website without checks and balances to make sure different information is not leaked in advance? You would think. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how Walmart Canada do, but uh, somehow yeah. along the way something got messed up. Very much so. Uh, they went right into Rage 2, which, okay, first up, they started off with a live punk band on stage. Uh, that at was first, kind of bizarre. I didn't catch the name at first, but apparently it was Andrew W.K., other people, apparently, when I was looking at, like, Colin Moriarty knew who they were, and I'm thinking, I don't know who these guys are. Is this someone yeah, that I'm I supposed no to know? Idea I had no, I've never heard of these people before, ever. Yeah. It's, it's punk music. I'm not into punk music, all right? Yep. If they had Slipknot <laughs> on stage, I'd know who they were, all right? But, like, Andrew oh, WK. I'd be like, yeah, right. No, if I would have shit, are you kidding me? The people in the audience would have had a fucking heart attack because this <laughs> punk band playing just punk music, punk rock on stage, and everyone in the crowd, their shots of the crowd were all just. A, like lost in confusion and just questioning their lives and oh oh my god it's just like all these people just looked so out of place and uncomfortable they didn't know what was going on that's it like you said it's very awkward they went through the entire song 
And then the, uh, the, the, the guy, Tim Willis, comes out from It Software, and someone else uh, came out. I didn't catch their name. They, put, they popped their name up and dropped it down so quick I couldn't even write it down. There's this long, awkward pause between the two of them as they all look around the crowd. And everyone's <laughs> just like, huh, and, it, and then they kept going. They showed an extended trailer for Rage 2, some pre-recorded gameplay. Uh, it kept doing pop-ups throughout the stream on Twitch. It was so fucking... It's like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you, know, oh, you, you can Rage pre-order Rage 2 now. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. On Rage 2, like, I noticed something. Yeah? You know when they were doing this mission to show off the gameplay? Uh-huh. That professor had the voice of the Kaji from Elder Scrolls. Did it? I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I did. Yeah, I, it looked like more rage, but it's slightly, you know, it was all right. It looks good. It, it looks be quite interesting. It looks Borderlands-esque to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was how Rage 1 looked, but it's just the whole concept of rage has been changed for this sequel, so it's like, eh, it could be good, I'll try though. it. Yeah. Definitely a try. Uh, it's coming out spring 2019. <clears throat> uh, moving on, Christian Van Hoos came out community manager for the Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh gave a trailer for Elder Scrolls Legends, talked about how much he loved Elder Scrolls Legends. This guy was so <laughs> stiff and uncomfortable with the audience, it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And the audience uh, really were not engaging at all. Yeah, the, the, audience, the layout of the stage was definitely weird because it's like they had two bleacher stands on either side and their stage went up the middle. And like the... the the walls behind the crowd were at a 45-degree angle, and then it came down to screens in front of the above the stage at 45-degree angle. It was just a really weird logistical setup. Like, I, yeah, yeah, They were trying to go for a very artsy approach, and I don't know if it quite panned out as they were envisioning it to. Mm. But uh, nonetheless, okay, so Elder Scrolls Legends card game, uh, it's a thing. It's uh, a thing. We're going to have to move along at a little faster pace because I think we're going to be talking about a certain topic for a lot. Uh, ZeniMax Online Studios, Matt Fiore came out, uh, talking about the Elder Scrolls Online, lots of talk. There's Dungeon DLC called Wolf Hunter. There's more DLCs for a trailer for some Somerset. I missed half of it, what he was saying, because I was trying to keep up. Uh, there was a trailer for Doom Eternal. This looks interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they showed the trailer, like, we're going to talk more about this at QuakeCon in August. <laughs> yeah, that, that to me seemed pointless. I know, right? We can't say anything until August. Well, why show it then? Exactly. Yes. You know. And then the the, the uh, community manager for Quake or Quake Champions came out. Joshua Doyle Boiled. I, I can barely read it. Just Joshua came out. Community manager for Quake Championships. <laughs> yeah, the Quake Championships. They showed it a little bit. He's like, he's hyping it up. He's so amazing. It's going to be great. We're, we're going to be uh, talking more about it at QuakeCon later this year. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay. It's like, okay, but why, though? I'm like, you do realize you're at E3, right? <laughs> you talk about games at E3 because they're at E3. Not, you're like, oh, we're going to announce this game in August. What? I know. It there felt like... Ma- it's so weird that nowadays people feel like they have to announce the announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt like padding to me, honestly. It probably was, to be honest. Uh, Arcane Studios came out showing a video package from Prey. Uh, they were talking about a free update, uh, a free update that is out tonight that adds three new modes, which is a new game plus, a uh, a harder mode, and I forget what the third mode is. I didn't write it down. The other thing I modes. noted on that was the choice of music just worked. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. really good too. Yeah, Prey is great. Uh, and then oh yeah, yeah, spinning a record. It was uh, spin me like a record or something. I forget oh, the yeah, official name of that song. Spin me right round. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
they said that there's a, a, a DLC in the works for uh, called Prey Moon Crash. Very nice. Very interesting. It's more Prey. I mean, it looked interesting. It could be good. Play it. That'd be great. Uh, and there's oh yeah, there's a there's a new mode in the works called Typhon Hunter. It, where players, it's a multiplayer thing where one person's a human and you got to find the other players, which are all mimics. That would be a lot of fun. I yeah, think. I would love to play as a mimic. Yeah, the whole That's mimic thing when they went into Pete Hines having a wrench. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and the sticker as well. That was those two. Good. Those two had really good chemistry on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the one there was two guys from Arcane. There two, the one guy and one girl came out from Arcane Studio, and the guy asked her like, "Are you a mimic?" No, I'm not. Oh my god. Okay, he has the sticky note, and he did st- not mimic, and he stuck it on her. Was, was that straight from the game? Yeah, that was straight out of the game. But it's even funnier. Like halfway through their presentation, it fell off her, and the crowd was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the they, them two actually managed hilarious. to engage the crowd a bit. Yeah. yeah, you can. It's very easy to tell people that are comfortable with talking to a crowd like that, and, and they were good with it. Uh, next up, they showed uh, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. Uh, Jens Mathis from Machine Games, and I think there might have been one other person out there on on the stage as well. I, I did not get their name. There's a Switch version coming out June 29th. Uh, they're working on. Uh, I don't know if it was a DLC or if it's a new game. I think it might have been a new game called Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, for it, it stars uh, B.J. Blaskovich's uh, two uh, twin daughters. It's a co- it can be a co-op game, can be played solo at the same time, though. Which it seems to be a, uh, like a a trend at this E3 so far yeah, from the first yeah, couple yeah. press comes. Like, oh, this is multiplayer. It can also be played solo. It's like, okay, okay. You know, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know if they said couch co-op or not, but it is a co-op game, potential co-op game. Uh, that's coming out in 2019. I know, there was something that did annoy me a bit at the end of this one. Yeah? Not to mention the whole it was really cringy from the devs chat. <laughs> yeah. But when Pete Hines come back out and went F the Nazis, that was totally unneeded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they, they were swearing a lot during this. It's like, they were, mm. they were dropping a lot of F-bombs throughout the whole of Bethesda's conference, and it was just too forced. Mm. It definitely felt forced. It's kind of weird. Unlike Devolver, which we'll get Devolver there. Devolver is Devolver. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, yeah, that's coming in 2019. Pete Hines came back out. Yeah, that's when he said fuck Nazis again. It, like you said, it was not needed. Uh, VR talk, talking about how, oh, we were leading the charge for VR games, which is kind of true, because I think they're one of the very few that are putting out as many VR games yeah, as they yeah, are. Yeah, it is true. So... Uh, they're also saying that, oh yeah, that Prey uh, Typhon Hunter mode is also going to be its own uh, VR experience. Like, oh my god, can you imagine a mimic flying at your face in VR? Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> that's almost as bad as a frostbite spider. I know, it's that's going to be something. Uh, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot is also going to be a VR game coming on. Could be interesting, again. I don't know if the, first off the tech for VR is too expensive right now. Still, it is, and it's only barely good enough to pull it off without making people ill. Yeah. Not to mention the best one you can probably get right now, from what I've heard from a lot, is the PS4 VR, and that has to come with a console. Mm. Eh, I don't know. I've been told the HTC Vive is really good. Is what I, that's the one I would be looking at if I were to spend that kind of money. The problem is that there's not enough games to justify me spending. You know what? Seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, a lot I've read is the PS4 VR is the most stable in terms of making you sick. Yeah. So anyway, we finally get to the main event. That first two thirds 
went on for far too long. Oh, a yeah. lot yeah. of it was fluff. A lot, some of it, different parts, was just too much talking. But anyway, Todd Howard comes out and he's like, "All right, we're finally going to get to the stuff that you want to be, you know, you wanted to hear about." <laughs> and it's like, okay, oh Fallout seventy six. First off, you missed the ma- the part before Fallout seventy six. Which, hold on a second. There's different other things that I've got written down here. That if we haven't gotten to it just yet. They haven't started it just yet. But he says, oh, we're going to get to that. But we're gonna, he starts talking about a couple other things before we got into the core of Fallout 76. Uh, he was talking about First off, I wrote down, I'm like, wait a minute. The way they're talking about this, it seems like this is actually Todd Howard's Those core team, team yeah. that's yeah. doing this game. And it's yes. like, wait, then what are they – what is about – like first off, I thought that Todd's core team was working on the Elder Scrolls Six, yeah. and yet they're working on this. It's not like a a different developer, like a New Vegas S Fallout. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's talking about it. he's like, oh, this is my 25th year at Bethesda. Which uh, that is awesome. He was uh, bantering with the crowd. He's he's really good with it. He's, he's got really good at speaking. He's <coughs> absolutely yeah. not. He's he's got a very dry sense about him, but he definitely can speak to a crowd and hold the attention of a crowd. Dry sense of humor, but he's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. First off, then he's like, like he's like, I know everyone has the same question, and I'm going to answer it right now. What is the next console that we're going to uh, port Skyrim on? on? Yeah, this big joke. (laughs) And then it it went into this actual trailer from. and there's this guy, he's like, all right, we're going to sit. He sits down at a couch, and all of a sudden he's, he starts talking to Alexa. He's like, Aleska, fire up Skyrim. <laughs> and he's like, he's trying to yell at the Alexa speaker for Amazon Alexa. Like, oh, Fusroda. <laughs> he's like, I can't. I, I, I can't understand you. I can't understand you. It's like, oh, my God. Like, oh, no, you're injured. What do you do? Drink a potion. You don't have any potions. <laughs> How many cheese wheels do I have? <laughs> How many cheese wheels do I have? 900. Eat all the cheese. Eat all the cheese. <laughs> And then his wife comes out saying, "What? Remember what the doctor said about dairy?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as she walks away, eat all the cheese, all, all the cheese, all the cheese. Gotta eat all the cheese. It's so funny. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then they also a mountain. Climb it. <laughs> climb it. <laughs> it was so funny. It was hilarious. Oh and then, and then he's like, and then like, and then later this year, we're also going to be porting it to your smart fridge. And he's up there uh, on the touchscreen of the refrigerator <laughs> trying to play Sky. It's so funny. And then all the ice just goes plop. It's so good. That was pretty funny. That was really funny. Yeah. So that was, I like it. That was hilarious. Everyone was like, what are we, what? And when they cut back to the crowd, everyone was laughing and like, what in the hell was, what? <laughs> Which is, it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. At least he knows how to take the piss out of his team and himself. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So at least they're aware of you know the meme they've become with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, then he finally gets in the Fallout talk. Uh, it is this is like we knew it was a prequel to all other prior Fallout games. They showed the uh, <clears throat> trailer for it, which is extended from the teaser, which looked like it was even an extended version of what the, they showed at Microsoft. I couldn't be really sure though. Yeah. Might have been the same one. I'm not sure. Uh, and then he gave the word of the night was uh, Tercertenary, which is uh, the tricentenary, which is the uh, 300th anniversary of the. Uh, so it was it was 1776 to 2076 is 300th anniversary for. Uh, is that no? That's 400 years. I have no idea. I have no idea. The words look big. He's like, oh, that's the word of the night, and I wrote it down. 
Doesn't mean I know what it means, though. <laughs> anyway, he's like, but yeah, it's the anniversary of the thing, and that's what vault was was uh, uh, finally christened. That Vault 76 came out or, you know, was uh, opened. And they're talking about it, and it's like, okay. He, they go into uh, different uh, pre-recorded gameplay of it. He's talking about how they went over the, the map and how it's just such a, a, a yeah, big. It is 300. It is 300? See, Fanto can math. <laughs> It is 300. All right, I was right at first. Yeah, 1776. I confused myself, so yeah. It is 300. Just, just leave the math to Fanto. It'll be yes. fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so they pre-recorded gameplay, six different regions of the map. Uh, it's The map looks huge. Oh, the map looks immense. Yeah, the first thing I thought when they said it's so much bigger than Fallout 4 is, how much juice are we going to need to run this? <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing. Is a little. I'm like, okay, we'll see how it runs. I mean, they he even later on was to poked fun at this thing. Like, I've been told that I've been read online that how our bugs are a little. You know, our games are a little buggy. Like, <laughs> uh, that was good. So apparently, they're aware of that as well. Which hopefully that means they're leading towards an area of fixing it mm. before it launches. We'll get to that. And then after this uh, pre-recorded gameplay of them walking around outside, it looks really interesting. There's this flying bat thing out there that... I know. I thought it was a dragon at first. Yeah, my initial thoughts were if Toothless was a bat. That's a yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing at the same time, I was thinking, well, it's only been 20 years since the bombs dropped. Has that been enough time for the radiation to mutate things to this extent? There was also this giant, like, jungle spider that was like, okay, that's nightmare. But well, at the same time, I was like, and well, also, yeah. it looked like there was a freaking Falmer in there. You know, the Falmer little yeah. creatures off Skyrim yeah, underground. Yeah, yeah. At the same token, though, it's like, is this really enough time for these to mutate to this extent? I was like, well, suspension of disbelief, whatever. It's not yeah, that important. Yeah. It's fine. I don't think realistically it was, but again, whatever. That I can just let, let it go and move on. Uh, and it's after this trailer, he comes back in and drops the bombshell that this is, in fact, an online multiplayer game. And then, oh, by the way, it can be played solo as well. And it was like, <laughs> the fuck? This surprised me. This I game absolutely did not. Everything think that this up to was this, yeah, happen. up to this point, everything we've seen about this leads it to be a core Fallout game. Yes. Everything about it, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just, oh yeah, by the way, it is a multiplayer game. And it's like, fucking what? It came out of completely <laughs> left field, especially the fact that it is the Todd Howard's core team that's working on this. I'm like, what? They're just trying to turn everything into multiplayer. You know. I'm very skeptical about yeah, that. Yeah, and this whole you can play it by yourself. If you forced onto a server with other players, which, which is what they were getting at, how yeah. the hell can you play the game solo? I think it's a it's an option you can select from before you jump into the game itself, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing. doing I yeah. don't know how they're going to do at the it. Same if, time... you can, if you can have your own instance, fine. Well, here's another thought entirely that they didn't even establish is that a lot of these, um, like PlayStation and, and Xbox, in order to play online, you need to be part of their, you know, Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network. Yeah, yeah. If you don't pay to do those, can you still do There is Fallout some online? titles that don't follow those rules, though. Yeah, um, hopefully it's this one, because otherwise that would really shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, cause that's the problem I'm having with uh, Monster Hunter right now, is that they're trying so hard. Every time I boot the game up, it's like, oh, you know, join online, join online. It's like, I fucking can't. I don't have PS Plus. And then it's like, oh, you don't have PS Plus. Free trial. I'm like, no, fuck off. It's like, just let me play the freaking game. <laughs> My God. 
Yeah, and it's like he's like, okay, I know you have a thousand questions. We need to go with these one at a time, and then he only hits like one or two points. Yeah, that was weird. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. explain a lot more. Yeah, it's like it, it, for as much as how verbose the prior third two thirds of the conference was, this section with Fallout seventy six, they went over shockingly little. Yeah, about, well, you know, they did to say ease. it's always online. That's the part that worries me the most. Yeah, another thing as well that he said <laughs> that I don't know how it's going to work. Is that he was like, no, don't worry, you know, you're only gonna ever see a couple dozen people at any given point in time. I'm like, okay, but uh, how are you going to manage that when there's probably going to be thousands upon thousands of people trying to play all at once? Well, because there's gonna be that many servers. Which, how expensive would that be? How, yeah, exactly. How expensive is or, that? or do they just they only there's each server has been separated into different maps and what have you, and who you join each time is which? How do you end up playing with anybody consistently? Do you have to yeah. join other people's games if in order to do that? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and, and another question here is. Um, is this have like a core Fallout story, which is what they were leaning towards with the mm. time frame and how important this se- segment of uh, pre Fallout One well, is? That's what I was wondering. It's like, out of all the things they could have possibly done this with, why are they doing it with Vault Seventy Six? Like, you know, in the Fallout lore, arguably this would be the most important story they could possibly tell. Yeah, yeah. This is so, the one that sets up everything else that follows. So like, how so is, you... is it a core story that you can, in, with your friends or other people, uh, work your way through and yeah. then get to a, a definitive conclusion for it? Or is it just one of those persistent, uh, never-ends, uh, ever-going things? Yeah, because, like, you know, the story of what happened with, you know, the people of Fault 76, like, that sets up everything that follows afterwards. Why are you being experimental with this one? Like... Wouldn't you think one of uh, a story that's that important to your entire series, you know, you think that you would want to like gamble on it like this? Yeah, like, no, there's a lot of really X weird. factors with this. He uh, he says pr- uh, progression follows your character. Uh, so as if you jump into someone else's game, you still get progression when you're doing things within their game, and then you yeah. can go back to your game and you keep doing so. You f- progression follows your character, and you do not lose it all on death, which is like okay. And they're like, we know how playing with other people can be, and then they're like, well, let's see how we can deal with that. And then they show this little qu- he say with something, and they would go to a quick clip of it. And he would come back and talk some more. But this time, he would, they went to a clip of this. You see someone else off in the distance, and all of a sudden, they shoot a grenade at you, and then you run behind cover, and you just you shoot the guy twice, and then you just killed him, got a ton over. of experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he just kind of falled over. <laughs> falled over, and then you killed him, and you got a bunch of experience. And it's like, well, you didn't say how you can deal with that, though. I know. Like, this is going to be happening all the time. People are just going to be griefing people yeah. nonstop. Yeah. <sighs> It just it leaves me with a very sense of I'm not sure about this. I would like to think that Todd Howard and his team are self-aware enough to know that that's what's going to happen. I'm very skeptical about it still, though. Then there's yeah, the whole settlement system with it. Yeah, we'll get yeah. we we'll get we're getting it right there. They showed a trailer for with more pre-recorded gameplay about a bunch of different people. It was like I was like a good half dozen people all at once in one big group, which is again kind of busted the narrative. Oh, there's only going to be so many people per in the wasteland, and then all of a sudden they well, show this the trailer with well. with eight, ten, twelve people in uh, in yeah. a group. And that's the other thing as well that uh, going back to the actual like narrative lore of the series and of you know this game itself, 
Vault 76 was only supposed to have 500 people in it. How are they going to account for that? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There are other vaults in the area, maybe, so there could be 500 more here and there, but it's still all the same. How many people can you really come across? I was going to say, how many people can you come across? How many vaults could possibly be in the same area to account for, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are trying to play this game all at once? Again, it doesn't. Uh, there's a lot of questions, and they really had, like I said, they haven't really got. Unlike when they announced Fallout Four, which is what I was hoping they were going to do, they with Fallout Four they went through a lot of specific details and, and intricately went through a lot of mechanics. And this one, they just kind of breezed through a bunch of stuff yeah. without really flushing out anything in excruciating detail. <clears throat> That's when, after the fact, they came out back with the uh, oh, there you can have settlements anywhere. So now you can have settlements, but they're not just where they say they can be. They can be anywhere on the entire map. I'm really hoping that they fix the building mechanics from four because the building mechanics in four janky. were very janky. Yeah. Uh, so if they smooth those over, that could be fun. It still there, looked like they were snapping together. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like it was slightly better, but then again, how curated of a footage was that? I said to uh, Millennium during this part. Oh yeah, yeah, this is true too. <laughs> It's like how long until somebody builds builds just like a giant dick right out in the middle of the wasteland, <laughs> just oh like something God. you can see for miles. Someone will. <laughs> it's do multiplayer, it. you know it's gonna happen. Someone will do it. <laughs> Someone will find a way. Yes, somebody will do this. It will happen. <laughs> it will happen. Uh, they also they called the new settlement system camps, which is an acronym. I did not write down what the acronym said. It's they had a lot of acronyms for this as well. Which, well, that's what it's very Fallout. fallout. It's yeah. very Fallout in that fallout. sense. Everything so I I don't know offhand what the camp system is called. Uh, and then he said that oh yeah, there's uh, multiple nuclear uh, missile sites uh, across the entire map. And by doing missions or raiding people or what have you, you can get the launch codes for them. And we just allowed players to, you know, be able to target whatever they want <laughs> on the entire map. It's like, yep, that's not going to go poorly at all. It's like, what? So as soon as I saw this, I just thought, all this is going to lead to is people griefing other people's settlements constantly. Yeah. Yeah, so that could go pretty, like, the, the giant penis statue that someone, you know, builds, and someone else could be like, I don't like it. It offends me. <laughs> it's like, ah, I don't know how you would feel, like, after building this great settlement that someone someone else would just happen to get a launch code and then drop a missile on your work. Is it just gone at that point in time? After you die, you come back to nothing? Yeah, I would be very upset by that. Again, I don't think they've taken into consideration how bad the griefing will be on yeah. these multiplayer games, which is why I don't play multiplayer games. <laughs> That's why I don't play multiplayer games. Uh, my perfect, the closest analogy I can get to this was is Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. You cannot do jack shit on Grand Theft Auto Online without somebody trying to come and shoot you. Yep. Constantly, all the fucking time. That's why I always tried to do when I when I played it. I always tried to get in and out as quickly as possible, do what I never needed to do, and get back to my apartment as fast as I can before other people started to fucking come and try to grief you and do other stupid yeah. shit. It's the same thing because there's only you know a half dozen dozen people or so on a map at any given time with Grand Theft Auto Online. At least back in the day when I played it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is today, but it's just the fact of sense of like I wouldn't come out of the thing without with people right there at my apartment because it's like no I'm not fucking coming out because I don't want to get killed because you just want to fucking go around and shoot people yeah it got obnoxious very quick mm-hmm. and the problem is if they don't curb the grief and people will just stop playing quick yeah yeah so I don't think they're quite prepared with how um, Again, this is going to be I would like to hope that they're self-aware enough they will find a way well, to address this. He even we'll acknowledged see. this, that, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing either, which is kind of yeah. like, mm, mm, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, dedicated servers, there will be a beta. 
uh, the break it early test application. I liked that. That was really funny. pretty funny. Which, interestingly enough, okay, we'll talk about that in just a hot second. They announced that there will be a special edition that has a glow-in-the-dark map, and then they also said that there will also be a special edition that has something that Todd Howard's always wanted, and we're finally going to make it. (laughs) And it is a, uh, like, there's always got to be a model or some sort of figurine or something, yeah, what have you. Yeah. They've done special editions in the past that had the pit boy that you can actually physically put on your arm. And this time, they did a full-size T-51B power suit helmet that you can wear. That is actually kind of awesome. And the instant honest. I saw this, I thought, how much is that going to cost? It's $200, 200 US dollars. Yeah. We know that yeah. And it even says on their website explicitly that it is uh, extremely limited quantities. Yes. That they've, they've specifically said <laughs> that it is extremely limited quantities. Yeah. Whether that means that there's a thousand of them per platform or 5,000 per platform, I have no idea. I, I would imagine there have to be at least one to 5,000 would be my guess. Yeah, that would be my guess. But I don't know well. what they mean by extremely limited quantities. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem, though. The beta, uh, after the fact, first off, uh, Bethesda's website, Bethesda Net, got crashed immediately, which oh, went yeah. down very quickly uh, at, at this announcement. Oh, go to our website for the beta application. Yeah, yeah. And that's all they said. Yes. Independently of one another, we both looked into this, and the be- the only way that I have been able to 100% confirm to get into the beta, where it is only explicitly written, is by buying the Power, buying suit, the power suit Armor Edition. Power Suit Armor Edition of Fallout 76 for yes, $200. The, uh, you have to put the pre order down on the Armor Edition for $200. And like you said, we both looked at this independently of each other. I was actually going to tell you about it as the same time you were going to tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, both were t- we both met in the kitchen and we're like, oh, by the way, did you hear the other? Yes, this and that. <laughs> Yeah, I. It's being reported by other sources. Like I saw from Polygon said, oh, you just have to pre-order the game. That's all yeah. that some people are saying. But there's no definitive in writing way that we've seen other yeah. than Earlier getting the today, power suit edition. I spent edition. a solid hour and a half jumping around all different news sources, all different uh, retailers, uh, Bethesda's own website. The only place where it is written down that this comes with the beta is the Power Suit Armor Edition. It's the only place. It doesn't say on any other product, any other lesser edition, that this comes with the access to the beta. Which yeah. is saying I mean, you have to fork out money to play our beta Yeah, version. which is saying if you want to get into the beta, which I was going to do. I was literally looking for the application because I, I want to look into this. I want to experience this to see how it is firsthand. But if I'm going to have to fork out 200 US dollars for it... I'm sorry, goodbye. And furthermore, <laughs> do you need more useless tat in your room? I know. I, I wasn't planning on getting the power suit. I just wanted the beta. I literally only wanted access to the beta. I was like, I thought it was going to be a form that you filled out online that they like randomly selected people for. Yeah, or they would. Uh, or it's like you know, roll people into roll people given into time. Slowly. I'm like, I really, <sighs> really wanted to get into the beta because I wanted to see exactly how this was going to work firsthand. And furthermore, but, it's just it's a T51B power yeah, suit. It's like yeah. I'm like. Eh. I don't know how iconic that is. A lot of people are more used to the T60 style, which is yeah. the Brotherhood of Steel's power, the T60. Uh, but furthermore, like there's also the X01 prototype armor mm-hmm. suit. If it was a helmet, full size replica of the the, the X01 uh, prototype armor, like I would really have to have an <laughs> intervention to talk myself out of this because. But the T51B, uh, mm, yeah, like, I was I like, eh. like I don't need the helmet. I don't need the glowing map. As cool as those things are, like. 
I was literally just looking for the beta application, but so far, from what I can tell, from Bethesda's own website, from retailers' websites, from, you know, news source websites, the only place it is listed that you get access to it is with the pre-ordering the armor edition. Yeah. And Which like, I'm not you should not have to pay to be selected for a beta. Like, I'm not going to pay $200 to try out a beta for a game that I might not even end up playing. Yeah, that, that I'm you're very much on the fence for. Yeah. And again, it's such an X factor. Like, I don't think they've taken into consideration the trolling. And furthermore, if you do play it solo, it sounds to me like they're engineering the game so that it's so hard that you need help in order to yeah. defeat some of these things. Yeah. And at the same time, that would make it obnoxious to play solo. When we don't have... You know, many friends to begin with. Yeah, that's the other problem. Like a lot of these developers, they have like you know like hundreds of people hermits. that they can. People don't realize how much. Like, we are uh, back in the real world, how many people outside of like a lot of the YouTubers and a lot of these developers that have you know hundreds of contacts they can pick up and oh yeah you want to play some multiplayer games sure let's squad up this you know it's, that's not how it works out in the real world. So there's yeah. there's how many thousands of thousands of people only have one or two people on their friends list and they're you know never online. Exactly. Yeah. I don't play online. I don't I like don't. online. And how so many people play just... Fallout for the single player part of Fallout? Yeah. I don't think they've officially taken into consideration the quite the backlash yet, and there's still too many questions for me to feel comfortable with the game the way it sits. Um, I don't know how much else we can really go into that. Phantom's made a good point the... there, but the problem is a lot of people act like such assholes on multiplayer that it's really hard to make new friends on them. It is, it is. There's that it too, yeah. Really... Yeah. And I can say that as someone that plays MMOs. Yeah. I'm going to keep a close eye on this. I really hope that there's another way to get into the beta besides buying the... Uh, if it's the just a matter edition. of pre-ordering it, we can pre-order the game, try the beta, and then cancel the pre-order after the fact. We could do that as well. That is also an option. Um, yeah, it's like, I want to be excited for this game so badly. It looks awesome. It looks so good. But I have so many questions about how it's going to work in the real world. Yeah, it yeah, does, look, it does look really good. It looks like yeah. we've rift an area of Skyrim yeah. with all the color in it. Yeah. Phantos trying to be hopeful despite you know us being negative about it. We're not, I'm not 100% negative. I just I just too many negative there's too many yeah, concerns. There's too many logistical issues that I see. And furthermore, uh there's like, no vats. I want to be excited for this game. Don't get me yeah, wrong. This game looks like it's going to be amazing. Furthermore, it's Fallout it's a multiplayer game. There's no VAT system. Yes. It's multiplayer. You can't slow down or pause games for you for everyone just because you're in VATS. That is true as well. I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> so at the same time, this is a real time shooter, and I don't. I've never seen a follow game that is fluid enough to work with as a first person shooter. Yeah. It's not. It does not have Call of Duty like response, which is what you need for this kind of a Twitch shooter. Mm. Uh, of what they're trying to make it into. It's too clunky for that. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. I want it to do well. I want this game to do well, but I don't know how. Yeah, very much. I, I, I would point. love nothing more for them to prove us wrong and to do it right. Oh, I would love So for that, that we can like, honestly stay here and go. If they prove to me that this can be done correctly. Yeah. Like, I would be into that 100% of the time. Like, I love Fallout. I was so looking forward to this game, but I just I don't know how it's going to work with so many people trying to screw each other over. Yeah. Because you know that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to pre-order it. I'm going to wait a month or two to see what the reactions are. 
I'm most likely going to be game flying it at this point in at time. At this point, yeah. I don't have Which is option. saying something. <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, for the, and after this, they dropped the fact that it is going to be November 14th, 2018. Uh, another problem that I don't think they included, even though Fallout can stand on its own, so you don't really have to worry about that, but how many people are going to have money after Broketober? That is another option, too. <laughs> you know, another thing as well. I don't know how many people have actually taken that into consideration as oh well. Oh, my God. October's going to be a nightmare this year. <laughs> It's like October and then the following February are both very full at this very point. Very much so. Uh, moving on as quickly as we can. We're running out of time here. Uh, oh, yeah. after, very bizarre how they ended this conference because it was, like, weird. Uh, they talked about Fallout Shelter. It's going to be ported to PS4 and Switch. It's out tonight. Yeah. Or light. last night. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, they talked about the Elder Scrolls Blades. It's a first-person RPG for mobile. Yes. And it's like, oh, it, it's coming out this fall. It's going to be free. Pre-order now. Which, if it's free, why it's do you need free. to pre-order why do you need to now? Pre-order it. I know that doesn't make any sense. It looks interesting, but then again, like to Kaz's point earlier, is like, what kind of heat and battery consumption are you going to be producing by playing a first-person Skyrim game on your phone? <laughs> That's not console-quality graphics. Yeah. I mean, he was going on about as as he put it, the iPhone 10. It's called the iPhone X. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing it on that. Those would get hot. Even with the juice in them. What about non-flagship devices? Uh, and it's even furthermore to that, because there's even more to that. It's like, they're like, oh, well, if you're in the middle of a meeting and you want to play it, you can play it, uh, you know, in, instead of, uh, you know, horizontal, you can play it upright vertical with one hand. And it's like, I'm thinking to myself, who's playing a game like this in the middle of a meeting? I know, right? I was sort of getting like, oh, I might have to try this when they were going on about building up all the towns and that. Then he said free to play, and I'm sort of worrying about how much cost they're going to throw on things like they did on Fallout Shelter. Mm. I mean, yeah, well, I that's... love Fallout Shelter, but the lunch boxes are expensive. Yeah, well, yeah. that's how they make their money in those sort of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just the model for a free to play. Unfortunately. Mm. Uh, then the next up, they said, okay, we're going to. And I starred this because this is a very interesting. And I don't know how many people caught this and processed it fully. But he said this next game is the first new IP that Bethesda's made in, like, 20 years or something like that. Yeah. He says this is a next-gen single-player game. Yes. Next-gen, does that mean whatever consoles are after the PS4 and the Xbox One? I don't know. I was curious about that myself. Because I caught that, and I was like, hmm, and what? Okay. Mm. First off, if that's the case, why are you talking about it? <laughs> and secondly, uh... Those consoles haven't even been talked about yet. Those you're not even going to hear anything about those consoles until 2019, 2020. It's like next year would still be too soon. There's a guy I have at work that's insisting, oh, they're going to announce the PS5. There's, I'm like, there's no fucking way in chance. They've only no said way. it's not even going to come until at least 2021. Yeah, I, they're not even going to talk about it until 2020. 2020 E3 is when I'm going to say that yeah, they're going to you're going to start hearing people talk about consoles no sooner because otherwise the people that just bought the PS4 Pro will have felt so burned. Oh yeah. <laughs> But anyway, like again, so next gen single player. Game. Okay, that's interesting. They say they specifically mm-hmm. said next gen single player. Mm, all right, mm-hmm. uh, is a trailer teaser. Not a lot shown. It was like is it something out in space? You saw this like satellite or space station thing that opened up. Its solar panels opened up, and all of a sudden there was this giant flash, and then it went to black, and it said Starfield. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be kind of like No Man's Sky, but 
you know better better with you know things to do hopefully hopefully that would be interesting that would be nice very little to talk about with that there's that's all more or less we really that's know all we know about it so yeah i'm really interested in that it's uh i'm waiting for somebody to do a space game right yes because like that's, that's so hard for people to do apparently yeah uh and then he's like and then afterwards he's like all right and there's one more thing we need to talk about and it's the one that everyone's been asking about <laughs> He's like, all right, here we go. And it was a teaser trailer of going over a mountainside, looking over towns, and all of a sudden just flashed in Elder Scrolls Six. And that was it. And that was it. And then it was was it. And it's like. Okay. And that's the thing as well. It's like he said that uh, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be after the space game. Yes. Which is going to be, you know, after they're done with Fallout 76. It's like. You're not going to hear about Elder Scrolls 6 until, like, 2021. No, point. no, and it's even further than that. And honestly, at this point, it looks like Starfield is going to be a launch game for whenever the new consoles are coming out. And if know, if they said that, and after the Starfield, we're then going to be working on this next game that everyone's been asking for. Uh, so, Which means you're not going to see Elder Scrolls 6 until 2023 or 4 at the least. Like, yeah. that's how far out this is. And in which case, I'm thinking, why are you talking about this? Probably just to shut people up asking. Well, about that's the it. thing I was thinking about. I'm like, okay, after the fact, I was like, well, yeah, there's so many people and their mother seem to be like, oh, it's coming this year. It's coming. This year. And we're like, no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. no. I think they literally broke their mold of announcing and coming out that year simply because people won't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> Even though it's been, it's pretty blatantly obvious it's not coming. Anytime soon, everyone's like, oh, no, they're going to announce it this year. They're going to announce it. It's like they keep talking about it. So I think yeah. they just did it just to shut people up. Probably. But people are still going to be talking about it every year. Every E3 is always coming out this year, coming out this year, coming out this year. Yeah, people are complaining incessant. the fact it's been so long since Skyrim came out. Yeah. Again, it, it's no real di- How What was the gap between uh, Oblivion and Skyrim? I don't know. Offhand. Was that like 10-something years? Give no. Morrowind came even. out in about 2003. And that was three. And yeah. then Skyrim came out in... 10. It came out in 2011. So it had been about five years. So this gap is definitely a longer gap, but it's just the fact that everyone thought it was they were going to come with it. So yeah. We knew that wasn't going to case. people don't take into consideration is that it's the same core team that is now working on three different IPs. You know, yeah, that's another thing that's interesting. What I want to know is how on earth have they got the enough staff to actually work on all of them? Because they're not working on all of them at the same, same time. time. Yeah, they're doing one after the other. Yes, yeah, so Fallout 76 is what they're doing now. They might be patching and, bu- the, and, 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 and uh, you know working yeah. on in DLCs and what have you for that for another year or so. Uh, Starfield is okay. probably being worked on in the background. They're probably only ramping that up now, which means at this point in time, they're not even working on Elder Scrolls 6. I think they're just revamping the engine to work on that. Yeah. So that's, like, that's another eight-plus years out before that comes out. Mm. So... But people are not going to stop asking about it, though. That's the part that's going to be very annoying. Yep. After that, he uh, Todd Howard left the stage. P. Hines came out, gave his ending speech, said, drop that. Oh, go to Bethesda.net for the uh, application for Fallout 76 beta. Yeah, thank you so <laughs> much for coming. We'll see you all later. Have a great E3. And then that's that was the end of Bethesda. Yeah, they made no mention that it was attached to any pre-orders during the show. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, Which is like, kind of shade. It's like, go to Bethesda to uh, do the application. I'm like, okay. I immediately went there, immediately thereafter. And it's like, yeah. you know, it took a little while to get on the website, but it's like, eventually I did. And, uh. Yeah. So and that yeah. that was Bethesda. Um, Devolver Digital also happened. 
it's uh, apparently it's going to be an episodic thing that they're going to do from now on. <laughs> oh my it's, god, they're just so mental. They trolled Yours the industry hard. Describe. Yeah, it's another great one you have to see to believe. Yeah. Um, they they bashed for like loot boxes and cryptocurrency. They dropped into something that was called Devolver Digital Coin, loot box coin. It was loot, loot box, box coin. coin. Is what they had. It's a giant plastic coin. She's like, it has no value at all, and you can buy it on our website right now. Don't believe me? Open a new tab. She throws it across stage, and they kept going. It was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> you have to see. I legitimately looked at their website their website crashed as well oh yeah i finally loaded it up it is legitimately a thing you can buy off their website for a hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> it's hilarious it's so funny i it i kind of want to coin. yeah i, I kind of want to but at the same time oh that is such a bad idea <laughs> but at the same time i kind of want to I, know. I don't know i probably won't though no but yeah that was uh so far we gotta go because ubisoft is coming on in one minute yep so, uh, final thoughts for Bethesda's conference. I have questions. <laughs> I have many questions. Kaz. I found it pretty weak compared to Microsoft. Yeah. It was a hell of a lot better than they did last year because last year they had nothing to talk about. But the problem with this one is they spaced, they, they padded it out to an hour and a half just for the sake of padding it out to an hour and a half. And Phil in the live chat has a very good opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go with Bell's opinion. Too many questions, not enough answers. Uh, Bell says, fuck you, Bethesda. We'll have to wait and see. More information to come. Again, that was the press conferences. And at uh, that point, we got to go because it is 4 o'clock and Ubisoft is going on stage right now. now so, until so next time. We'll see you next time, people. Yes.